0: Does this sound familiar? Do you think that they've been planning this for more than a couple days?
1: What's next? Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning.
0: They already took your free speech. They already muzzled you. The wealthy got super wealthy. This is it's not, not about, about freedom, freedom or, or, personal or personal choice.
2: Number one bullshit guy. He do the wee-woo-wee-woo.
0: And the average everyday American got used as a pawn in their sick little game. I'm telling you right now you're a slave. You want to know what the biggest problem is in our country? You're an inconvenience to all of these people. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcasts. I'm your host Joe Oltman.
3: And I am your host, Ash Epp. And just like if you're paying attention, um, every day is a historic day. Today is a historic day.
2: It is um, a historic
3: day. So uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna get into 2,000 Mules today, which I think is, um, I'm, I'm excited you finally saw it, so we can talk about it. I did. Uh, but I wanted to let everyone know on May 9th of 1754, 17f- Mr. Uh, Producer, you could pull up that cartoon while I'm um, reading through this. So today is May 9th. On May 9th of 1754, the first political cartoon was published in America. It appeared in Benjamin Franklin's Pennsylvania Gazette, and Franklin himself probably designed it. The drawing was a reminder that the colonies must unite to defend themselves as they entered the French and Indian War. In an article accompanying the cartoon, Franklin warned of, quote, the present disunited state of the British colonies – and the extreme difficulty of bringing so many different governance governments and assemblies to agree in any speedy and effectual measures for our common defence and security. Franklin may have chosen a snake because of a popular superstition that a snake had had been cut into pieces a snake that had been cut into pieces would come back to life if the pieces were joined before sunset. Dozens of newspapers throughout the colonies reprinted the cartoon years later as the Revolutionary War approached, the snake image became a favorite American symbol for unity and love of liberty. So this is, uh, the, you know, famous, famous cartoon. We've all seen it. Yeah. Uh, join or die. And I think it's it's pretty poignant right now because we're talking about. We, we hear a lot about unity. Um, on the right, we hear a lot, especially in Colorado. We're hearing a lot about about unity and how we have to uh, we have to unite. We have to join. But what are we uniting and joining around? And
0: and who are we joining?
3: Right. Right. And so I I thought that that was really interesting that that was published today in 1754. And I was, uh, as I was reading the American, this is from Bill Bennett's American Patriots Almanac. As I was reading that this morning, I thought, oh, join or die. That's pretty interesting given, given what we're talking about these days.
0: So listen, we, we, um, I'm going to, I'm going to make the announcement today as well that we are at war. We're in we're in a war right now, and the things we're going to be talking about with two thousand mules, you know, I, I said this before that I went to Alaska and came back with a, a much more. Somebody said that it's Zen. You said before I wanted to show you this text message, but I didn't want to make you mad. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Good luck, good luck making me mad." I
3: said I didn't want to make you mad before the show. Yeah, so <laughs> after the show, I'll show you.
0: And and then we prayed, right? So we prayed and um, before the show today, because today's a. Today's a difficult day. We're we're going to come to some realizations that it's not the you know, we've said this before. It's not the left and the right. Or excuse me. It's it's not it's not Democrats and Republicans. Okay. It is the people that want to adhere to this globalist society that, that benefits them and then there are good honest everyday Americans mm-hmm. and people are making choices on what side they're on. And we are we are f- further past we are further past the part where we can ignore the fact that we are at war we are at war we are in a war in our country we are in a civil war and they don't want to tell us so I'm telling you right now as of today may 9th 2022 we are at war I'm, I'm saying it right now we are not we are not in a cold war we're not in a warm war we are in a hot war it is it is hot hot as we look at the stock market drop nearly seven percent as we look at uh, people pull money from the stock market which i think is a mistake I think it, it, instability causes instability. But but I, I think that it's all been done on purpose. We're looking at inflation at all-time high. Fan, mothers can't get, get um, formula. formula for their kids. Mm-hmm. We have relied heavily on a government structure that is hell-bent on destroying us as Americans and enslaving us. We are at war. We are not at war... Maybe. We're not at war. Uh, you know, we're getting there. We are not at war and that the kindling is, is getting ready to be sparked. We are currently at war. We are at war. And we need to stop pretending that we're not at war. And, and I said something when I came back from Alaska. I was like, look, there are things that I've said that I should not have said. I shouldn't have. I should not have come out and, and said I wanted to drag people behind their car until body parts fell off. Although I was talking about pedophiles and how they hurt children. So do I feel that way? Do I feel like I, I want them to have an immense amount of pain? I do. Because the pain that they inf- inflict on a child will last that child's life. Mm. So, so do I feel an immense amount of anger towards people for what they've done to my nation, what they've done to my people? These are my people. These are our people. I feel an immense amount of anger. But when I went to Alaska, I got to a place of peace. And I was like, you know what? Violence is not the answer, but violence begets violence. Mm-hmm. And violence is the one thing that, that the violent left, the radical left, evil responds to because it pushes back on their ability to not have consequences. That's why they wanna take away our Second Amendment. And that's why The 2000 Mules is such an important movie, Mm. but also shows you just how prideful, arrogant, self-serving people on the right that say that their leaders are. Mm. I mean, look, I will, I will tell you 150,000% making sacrifices and have people, you uh, you know, attack you. Somebody sent me a, a, a response saying, hey, look, I, I used to be a pastor or I'm a pastor ordained a pastor. If you need an ear, I'm here. I get those every day. I get, I get people that come forward and say, look, I know that you're under attack massively. I got people that are attacking me. And, and look, I got a disgruntled employee that's attacking me. I got, I got all sorts of people that are attacking me. <laughs> Because you become an easy target when you lay down the law. When you come out and you literally unselfishly serve others, the evil that exists out there will combine with people who say that they're good. But 2,000 Mules exposed that. It exposed a lot of things.
3: It did. And, um, you know, I think that the I've, I've said for a long time that I think the, the drive to – democrat versus republican left versus right is that it's a false binary that they're trying to keep us divided i think the entire purpose of it is to keep us divided and we saw that with uh you know there's 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 some people out there theorizing that the reason we see so many so much happening with the abortion debate right now right why was it leaked right now why was the supreme court decision leaked right now on the day that 2,000 Mules came out? Why were there protesters intimidating Supreme Court justices and trying to coerce the court, uh, which is against the law, on the day that the the worldwide premiere of 2,000 Mules came out? Um, and I, I feel very strongly that it is, uh, you know, when when you look at our society, you see people coming together like they've never come together before. We're talking more than we've talked in many Um, recent years we're talking to each other across different political race gender ethnic religious divides we're coming together as an american people and they can't have that so what's the quickest way to send everybody back to their l and l uh, i keep saying l r and d corners right their republican democrat corners what's the number one issue that's going to say nope get back in your left and right boxes get back in your democrat republican boxes what's that issue Abortion.
0: And, and, and here's the thing that we, we are letting them do. We are letting them control us. Mm. Look, people are suffering everywhere right now, and they are blaming the suffering on conservatives. They are saying that this MAGA extremism is what's caused all this. I had someone yesterday say to me, Joe, there's the, there's the Trumpsters that literally say that Trump is our president. If you don't say Trump is your president, I said, that's not true. Yeah. That's not true. Trump is not occupying the White House. Biden isn't either, though. He's across the street in some setup that they put on the side of a, uh, a building. It, but, but my point is this. Trump is a symbol of what America is.
3: Yeah, this stopped being about Donald Trump a long time ago, I think, for the majority of us. And in the November 2020 election, I was upset about the stolen election. But the, the, the issue that I was most upset about, the one that made me say to my husband, we have to move out of the state of Colorado because I can't live here anymore, was the National Popular Vote Compact, which I also think they stole. Right. There's not support to get rid of the Electoral College, which is in in essence what the National Popular Vote Compact does. It gets rid of the Electoral College. Colorado passed it in November of 2020. And did we really, though? We don't know because they've manipulated the election results. And um, after watching 2,000 Mules, you know for certain that this was not the safest and most secure election in history. This is not the most transparent election in history. We do not have gold standard election systems. It was undeniably rigged.
0: When we talk about undeniably rigged, some of you have seen the movie. Some of you haven't. Some of you haven't seen the movie yet, but do you know what else is really important is that the mainstream media, they're ignoring it. Nothing to see here. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, I reject some of the things we're going to see. Some of these cuts you are going to see right now on 2000 mules. I reject some of these things. I reject the idea that there hasn't been enough evidence yeah. to show people that the election was stolen. That is a lie.
3: If you've never looked at the evidence, you definitely haven't seen enough evidence right i mean it's there's a there's again going back to personal we talk a lot about personal responsibility and self-governance on this show if you're not even willing to look at the evidence but then you're very vocally telling us that there's no evidence of election fraud then you are part of the problem
0: so guys hit the hit the share button hit the rumble button and buckle in because we got a lot to go over first thing i want to say is this tucker carlson sometimes i love you Sometimes I I know that you do the bidding of Fox News. I know the Fox News is teetering on the edge of, do we tell the American people the truth? And if we do tell them the truth, do we give it to them in small bites? We're all grown men and women. We can handle it. But Mr. Producer, I just put it inside of the deal, if you can put this up. This is from Dinesh D'Souza. You know, I don't even know how to start, but uh, Catherine uh, Engelbrecht, Engelbrecht, (laughs) <laughs> Went on to Tucker Carlson. And this is from Dinesh D'Souza this morning at 940. I'm sorry to say Tucker Carlson and his team specifically instructed Katherine not of True the Vote not to mention the movie. When asked if, Tucker Carlson, are you going to mention 2,000 Mules? Have I missed it? Take it down, please.
3: So they had they had Katherine Egelbruck from True the Vote on the show and specifically didn't mention the name of the movie. And I remember I, was, uh, I, I saw this on Twitter. I hadn't seen the clip of the Tucker show at the time, but I saw that saying, why is she not saying, you know, it feels like her her words are being restricted, right? That's what, that's. What, and so, sure enough.
0: <laughs> Guys, what kind of country are we in when Fox News says that they are the arbiter of reality? They are the truth. They are the number one show out there and they want to parrot some of the same ca- campaigns that the radical left do. And Tucker Carlson, at some point, you have a voice where you have a voice of reason. One of the things I can say about Tucker is that he will call things as they are, and he does it in such a way I wish I had the Constitution to do. I wish I didn't come out and say they're absolute trash because I believe that they're trash. I don't think you can call evil anything but trash. So those that are wondering when I said, listen, I'm I'm going to forgive me for using some violent rhetoric that I shouldn't use. Right, I shouldn't have used. I was upset. I was, at this, I was at the precipice of as much anxiety or I want to call it anxiety, anger, as mm. you could possibly have when people attack your family and you have to put in all of these measures, the, the, the cameras and the bulletproof glass and everything, and you got to sleep with a gun next to you. These are things that push you to have a heightened sense of what has been described to me as PTSD.
3: Yeah.
0: I was like, I don't think I have PTSD. They're like, no, it's kind of like that because you live at that level so high where you're under attack all the time. There's nothing else. Well, left to we talked it.
3: about it before. It's that you're, you're constantly in the fight or flight response and you have no flight. Yeah. You're, you're all fight. Right. And, and that is a, that's an incredible amount of stress for your body to be under all the time.
0: So we're going to be throwing as many of these 2000 mule, uh, showings in Colorado and in other States that we have FEC United in as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to put it everywhere. We're going to put it up. We're going to literally put it in every we're going to put it ev- everywhere. And we're we I just told you, we're at war. We're at war. Now, violence is not the answer. Violence will be the solution to their answer of violence. Now listen to me when I say this. Okay? It's really important that you understand this. This is not a call to violence. This is this is when they go and try to put up a Molotov cocktail and burn down a pro-life place with Molotov cocktails and spray mostly paint, mostly peaceful. It, it was Most,
3: mostly peaceful burning down. Yeah,
0: mostly peaceful. Then, then they have they have they have started the reaction of their answer to useful dialogue, and by the way, rhetoric and propaganda, because the overturning Roe v.ersus Wade returns the the authority of abortion to the to the states. I want to, let me, let me say that again. I don't, I am pro-life a hundred percent of the time, regardless of the pieces of trash that say that I'm not. You know, and what I did say is, is that if a mother is going to lose their life, that I, I don't know if I could say that the mother has to go through with losing her life in order to save a child. That is the conflict that exists in me, but I'm pro-life a hundred percent. But what this does is it allows the States to get to a place where they can regulate or abolish abortion and frankly if you want to live in a state where it's all evil people and you know it gets pushed off the make it easy for god to go in and put a little wall around it and fill it with water make it please make it easy for a noah moment to happen
3: yeah i mean so so roe versus wade codified sort of an implied right to an abortion into law. It was never legislated or actually put into law. It was a um, highly contentious court, decision that even Ruth Bader Ginsburg said wasn't on, sh- on solid legal ground. It, it's, a, it's a shaky legal precedent. And the reason that they were so concerned it was going to be overturned is because legally it can be, because it's not on solid legal ground. What it does is it stops pretending that there's a right to an abortion in the Constitution. Now, if you read the Constitution you might say, hey, there's no right to abortion here in no the right. Constitution. No you'd be correct.
0: But there's also no separation of church and state. That's that was right. a letter that was written. That
3: was a letter to the Danbury Baptists from Thomas Jefferson, and its intent was to say the government is not going to interfere in your religion. Not to say you can't ever, have, you can't ever pray in a government <laughs> building, right? It was to say the government is not going to interfere in your religion. Remember, the Church of England is a big part of the reason— that uh, the American colonialists, colonialists left because they wanted the freedom to practice their religion. Freedom to practice your religion in, for, for Christians means freedom to follow God. It also means freedom to speak the truth of God's word. So last week, this was on my heart all weekend and I wanna mention it, um, I did the narrative reframe and talked about child sacrifice as yeah. abortion is child sacrifice. I absolutely 100% believe that that's true. Abortion is child sacrifice. You can only make a semantic argument to the contrary. Uh, You are at the moment of choice in any choice making a sacrifice between one option and the other. Um, This one happens to be either a child or some of yourself, but there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. And this was on my heart all weekend because I don't want to leave people thinking, well, if you've had an abortion, then that's it, right? You've You've sacrificed a child and you're done. No, we've, we're have we all sinners. I'm one of the worst among, among everyone that's listening. And so I want to make it clear that I don't condemn anybody. I love, I, I legitimately love everybody and I try to treat everybody with respect and with dignity and with love. Um, but we have to start calling things what they are. We have to start speaking the truth and stop letting the left get away with uh, redefining words, re... Um, Re- recasting the narrative or rewriting history—we have to. And so, if you know, if they're saying reproductive justice, um, I will say child sacrifice because reproductive justice is such a such a, such a ridiculous way to describe the act of abortion.
0: You're. <laughs> So the problem is is that you, I can't ever add in anything that, to what Ash says because she's like straight on point. And I was like, oh, well, I want, you forgot about this part. But you don't forget about it ever. <laughs> We're going to do an ad read really quick. Um, this is this podcast brought to you by one of our sponsors, IPVanish. If you're tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the Internet, maybe advertisers know a little bit too much about you and you're concerned about the privacy of your identity, using incognito mode won't solve the problem either. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties, such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, and even devices like your Fire Stick. Um, It's really simple. It it blocks everything, it encrypts your data, and it means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location would be hidden. So IPVanish for our listeners is offering a 70% off their yearly plan for listeners with a 30 day money back guarantee. It's just like getting nine months for free. It's easy to use, all you do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know what's on. Uh, Stop sharing with the world everything you watch, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Go to ipvanish.com slash daily, make sure it's slash daily. So ipvanish.com slash daily and use promo code daily to claim your 70% savings. All right. They're a good partner. They're a great partner, actually. Um, okay. So we got a lot to go over today. We, and, and I want everyone to share it. Like Become an ambassador for truth. Because as I start talking to you about 2,000 mules over the next couple of days, and I'm going to beat a dead horse, and as I start putting together data. So one of the things inside this movie that, that drew me was that, well, there is no... Nobody's been able to collectively put the story together on uh, the, the, the systems, the computers, right? So the, It's how it not true, the, but sure. But what I want to do... And what I've, I've asked a couple of groups to do is to step-by-step step walk us through the lineage of the information that was learned in different areas. Mm-hmm. And I'm going through and looking at the the four-volume report in Maricopa County, which I've broken down. I think I have a pretty good mathematical idea of how they were able to photocopy ballots mm-hmm. and how those ballots ended up, which is why they didn't do a paper check in mm-hmm. in uh, Arizona. But we'll put together a comprehensive two or three hour sit down. And we're just going to like, like paint dry, just point out the evidence of each one of those, what happened in Mesa County, what happened in, in uh, Nevada, what happened in, and we're going to spell it out. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to go through all 5,000. The affidavits. going to take us a couple months to do. We're going to tease a little bit of it into the show. Um, but we're going to break down all that evidence, uh, point by point, by point, by point, and then ask the American people just to, to make a decision on whether or not it means anything to you to have your voice stolen. Like, what does it mean to you to have a your, your voice stolen. We keep saying that the election has been stolen. They keep saying that we're election deniers. And now you have Dinesh and you have other people that are looking at evidence, at more scientific and mm-hmm. mathematical evidence. And instead of actually going in and calling it a conspiracy theory, what they've done is they've weaponized media to keep that story away from you. Yeah. So I'm going to say it again. Hit the share button. And by the way, you are the arbiter of reality you are the ambassador of truth you are the one that has to decide you stand on one side or the other we are at war i'm not going to pretend anymore that we're not at war we are at war they have declared war on the american ideology on the american dream on everything that we stand on for. on the as united a
3: states constitution the, the, the they have declared war on the very fabric of america And And, and for for I mean, I I said before the 2020 election, I remember arguing with my dad about whether or not this was going to go into a civil war before the 2020 election was stolen, because we were so remember going back to when Trump uh, took office, they announced that day they were going to impeach him. We had the Russia collusion. then We had the impeachment trial. We had the Ukraine, the Ukrainian phone call. We've all just persistent attack. Um, and and on, on every aspect of non-leftists in America. And so this has been going on for a long time. The stolen election was, to in my opinion, a tipping point. You know, we talked about the, the join or die cartoon that was put in the paper in 1756, right? Yeah. I mean, 20 years before. And we've been at this since Hava, 2002 Hava with the elections. We've been at this for about 20 years. We're reaching a tipping point. I am uh, absolutely against violence unless it's in self-defense. I do not advocate for or support or condone anyone being violent, whether that's people breaking um, windows in government buildings. I don't care what the ideology of those people is. I think that that's wrong. And I won't support it, but I'm not going to pretend like we're not under a, a severe sustained psychological and otherwise attack. It is a war.
0: It is a war. So, so we're going to run through some stuff, and we're going to play some clips from 2,000 Mules that if you haven't seen it, you're going to want to see it. It should draw you out and make you spend it. And by the way, anyone that says that you $20 that it's a Patriot or a grift opportunity, I want to point something out, right? Because this has been pointed out. That Hey, Joe, you, you, uh, you're not broke. I never said I was broke. I said that I'm spending every dollar I have defending myself from something I shouldn't have to defend myself for for you. So when I put out the deal to ask for help on Give, Send, Go, and I said, I need your help, right? Mm -hmm. I had already spent a half million dollars on this deal, half million. And we've raised $90,000 or so. When I came to you, it's because, frankly, well, let, let me just break it down for you in the middle of all this. Sold my vet, sold my Tesla, sold all my toys. I sold everything. It's all gone. And then somebody said, well, you went on a vacation, an extravagant vacation to Alaska. I'm going to tell you something. Extravagant was on a bunk. My friend paid for it, took me to Alaska and said I needed it. And it was the best thing that I could have possibly done. Best thing that I could have possibly done. That was the best thing for you, me. It, It was at a time that I needed it. But to say that the $20 that he's charging for this movie is too much is like saying that he has to make the sacrifice for you. He has to hang on the cross for you. And let me tell you something. We have to start standing together. And and, and he he deserves to be able to cover his costs. They deserve, when we're out there in battle all day, every day, we're in battle all day, every day, and we're fighting and we're getting attacked and they're writing all sorts of stuff about me. Oh yeah, Joe had 40 lawsuits since 2000, which is a lie, which is a lie. But they could say whatever they want with impunity. They could say whatever they want. And then you want us, and this isn't you, I'm not saying you, but there are people that stand in here, bots and other people that are really radical leftists that are trying to instill doubt, tell you that somewhere we should suffer the sword. We should take one for the team. We should be willing to go all the way to the point where we put our entire family at risk for you. And so I want to tell you something. Spend the $20 on this movie for the Dinesh and Catherine put together, spend the $20 and watch it because it's absolute truth. And when you hear someone say, when you hear someone say out there, oh, these are patriots, P-A-Y-T-R-I-O-T, when you say someone, see someone say they're grifters, understand the sacrifice that is made and whether or not there is a positive gain in anything out there.
3: And realize that there's no act blue on the right no. there's no there's no monolithic organization that's funding the fight uh to go up against the radical leftists to go and it's not even just radical left it's the globalist movement right to go up against the globalists, there's no coordinate this is people doing the work catherine and, and greg and true the vote went out, got the data, and did the work. Before they ever turned it into a movie, they did the work. When, um, you know, we had Stephanie Luck, Representative Stephanie Luck on the show last week, and she read the canvassing report in, and one of her comments at the end was, this this is our job, guys. She's talking to her yeah. her uh, her colleagues in the legislature. This is our job, but these people have gone out and done all this work. Yeah. They've done the the designing of the the targeting algorithm. They've done the door knocking. They've done the analysis. They've put this together into the work. We did a video on on what the results are. The, the American people are doing this themselves. If it costs you 20 if you're sitting behind a cons- computer screen and you know watching, watching shows and you know maybe jumping into a social chat every once in a while, and it costs you 20 bucks to support the work of people that are actually out in the arena in the fight, if 20 bucks is too much, then we're already lost.
0: And here's the other thing, after watching this, what's the consequence? I'm going to show you a couple clips. I want to start at the beginning of some things that I think you need to understand, some things that bother me. Let's play the first one if we can uh, cut one, please.
2: Is it possible that the very success of Republicans down ballot, I'm talking about Republicans running for the House, running for the Senate, running for other races, the fact that the Republicans as a party did pretty well, but Trump lost, doesn't that work the other way and undercut the idea that there was systematic fraud. It's an anomaly because if he really, if, when a president really loses, it, he has
0: tails. It, it, what is it called? Coattails. Coattails. And, and, and the, the down ballots lose. But they won. Why didn't they cheat on all of those? Why didn't they cheat in Virginia with Juncken?
2: But and who's to say they didn't, didn't. cheat? Not all attempts yes. at cheating succeed. Uh, you're, you're right. Okay. One other question. In the Republican Party, I, I keep hearing people who seem annoyed at the revisiting of the 2020 election. Their attitude appears to be, let bygones be bygones, let's just move on.
0: I think the reason that many Republicans are saying let's move on is because bold accusations require bold
2: evidence and they haven't seen it. And because they know how vulnerable they are and how much they're gonna be well, bashed. Well, yeah, you're, you're called a sore loser. You're called a conspiracy theorist
3: but we don't want to be called names.
0: So so I want to say this. He said, and I love Larry, but he said, they haven't seen it.
3: Bold accusations
0: require bold evidence
3: and remember they're talking about people in the republican party this is what we've been going through as an election integrity movement since november 4th of 2020 is well there's no evidence of election fraud you haven't shown us you haven't shown us you haven't shown us and now and now it's well if this were true then it would have been it there's no way you could keep this quiet a network of this is so big there's no way i'm sorry organized crime guys we're talking about organized crime and organized criminals are really good at keeping things quiet. That's how they get to be large, organized crime syndicates.
0: And, and here's, here's the thing, that as we go through some of these other cuts, you're going to see that I think are amazing, and that is, what's the correlation? Who's collaborating together? And these guys are sitting here saying it's a big lie. Everything that they are saying, everything that the left is saying, they are it. They are the ones destroying our country. That's why I say there's propaganda and war. They've declared war. We're at war. Play cut A2. The people who say that,
1: let's move forward, are people in the elite who see Donald Trump as an anomaly. You will not win in any district in this country
0: because you have said that that the 2020 election was a fraud. And if they can't win on this issue, then don't
1: use it. Well, it doesn't have to be the only issue, but their their unwillingness even to speak
0: up about it, I think, is despicable. Show me the proof, and I'll bet you they do speak up, just like I will speak more, and I'm not running for office. But I have not gone on board of, I know for a fact, this was a fraud. Get me Dennis Prager on the phone, please. (laughs) I want you to do me a favor and have him be on. He was supposed to be on to promote his book. Uh, we cross paths. Let's let's make sure that we get uh, Dennis Prager on. Uh, so Dennis Prager, I'm just telling you on this show right now that we have definitive proof. I will walk through it with you. Matter of fact, I will spoon feed it to you as if you were a baby not able to eat full solids. I'll do that for you. I will walk you through in such a way that it's very easy to see where the fraud occurs. It'll be really interesting how you see the end of it, of how the, the, the movie ended, because I think that Dennis is... Uh, caught in a twenty-two cut twenty-two because he has Republican donors that don't want to talk about this and what he just said at the beginning of this film. What he just said was that you can't win talking about the twenty twenty election, and that's the, that's not true.
3: That, well, first of all, it's not true, but it also is to me. It underlines the the issue that we've had in trying to. Um, to litigate this issue they say we can't relitigate 2020 we never litigated it 2020 there's been lots of lawsuits about it right but none of them have looked at the evidence of election fraud they've been dismissed on merits they've been tossed out standing whatnot right nobody has uh has litigated this issue there is no court that has litigated the the 2020 election but what he said is you can't win on this issue, and if you can't win on this issue, then don't use it. This is not a political issue. This is not a campaign issue. This is not a, you know, well, let's talk about abortion over here because it's more of a blue district, and let's talk about the border over here because that's what's really important to these people. This is the foundation of our republic. This is not a political issue. It's not a right versus left issue. It is not um, shouldn't even be divisive. We're talking about free and fair elections, and we don't have them right now. So,
0: so I I want to you're you're absolutely right. We, not only do we not have them, but they're trying to convince us we do. Right. They're, they're trying to convince us that what you see you is is not sensible. Kind of like critical race theory and gender fluidity and all the other things that they're putting in front of us. And the fact that a man can turn up to be a woman and change the X Y to an X X and and that frankly it's 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 just the way it is. Mm-hmm. It's not possible. It's not possible.
3: Yeah. And These, it's, go ahead.
0: They're selling you on the impossible. But more importantly the reason why the media and everyone is running away from this film is because it absolutely proves take the machines out. Machines need to be thrown out. The amount of fraud was in the tens of millions of ballots. Not not 100,000, not 200,000, not 500,000, but tens of millions of manufactured ballots inside the system. And by the way, I am inches close, inches close to filing our own set of lawsuits. We already have one against a couple of media personalities that we're gonna have fun with but inches close kind of like uh, John Paul JP right mm-hmm. Mac mm-hmm. who said the Hunter Biden laptop was real and then they lied and put it on the bottom page and then said it wasn't real and now he's suing them all for slander as he should Well I'm going to do the same thing
3: see I have, as you should. I have
0: I have some aces in my in my hand here that no one can see which is really great which is really great. But, but I want to mm, I want to point to the the one thing inside this film which we we have to pay attention to and that is they came with the receipts in showing technology that I actually know which is the same type of technology that we've proved that the machines were bad mm-hmm. they did the same thing in reverse in proving where people went how they went mm-hmm. let's play cut three
1: see and look at, rather than just a whole spreadsheet of numbers, being able to look at it in this manner. What you see here on the screen is a single person on a single day in Atlanta, Georgia. They went to 28 drop boxes in five organizations in one day. What are the orange dots? Those are drop boxes. And what is the blue tracks? That is a smoothed out pattern of life so that we could take the sort of the movement of the individual cell phone signals, marry them together into something that's visual so that you can see movement on the individual. To get to some of these drop boxes, you had to be intentional. You had to get off the highway, you had to go on surface streets, you had to
2: turn in somewhere in order to get to those drop boxes and the circles I take it reflect the nonprofit centers are that the places where the ballots originate The stash houses
1: where the ballots are collected and handed to the mules to take to the drop boxes What
0: do you think of that
3: Well I like the visuals because as we've as we're seeing you know we've we've had evidence of election fraud for a long time but if you can put it into a movie and you know, make it into to solid visuals. So what we're seeing there is the the orange dots are drop boxes. The little white houses on the blue circles are nonprofit organizations or ballot houses, stash houses that they call them. And then the blue tracks are where the person went. And so what you see is that this this per I mean to to pass by that many drop drop boxes as a part of your normal day um, would be would would be really surprised. I mean, it'd be, you know, I would think uncommon for most people, but you find that, you know, they have hundreds, hundreds of people that have, that have done it. Um, but it really shows, it lays it out. And one thing, you know, that comes up in the film, and I don't know if we're going to, going to get into the details of it, but this technology of this, using the cell phone ping data to create patterns of life is used all the time by law enforcement. So there was a, um, do you want to do an ad read and then I can keep going?
0: Yeah. So okay. we're going to do a quick ad read because one of my favorite sponsors is and the other one's one of my favorite sponsors as well. But this is another favorite sponsor. Mm-hmm. This ad, this podcast is, again, sponsored by AirMedCare Network. If you live in a rural area, it's hard to reach by road. Uh, if you like to hike or spend time outdoors, you want to make sure your family is protected in a medical emergency. If you would ever, God forbid, have to be air medically transported. Um so health insurance won't always cover the cost of this uh, emergency medical flight but with air AirMedCare network for as little as $85 a year your whole household will be covered in case you ever need to be air medically transported there's also another part where you can if you're out of state it'll pay to fly you back to your home state so it lessens the burden on your family I told you before I've been a member they've been a sponsor for about a year and a half and I've been a member for that year and a half um I do do a lot of traveling um so you uh th- 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 just so you know, if you simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily, you can receive a $50 e-gift card when you sign up today. So com slash daily, use promo code daily. All right.
3: So this approach is used in law enforcement already. There was a uh, a drive-by shooting where a little girl named Sekoria Turner was murdered. They used this kind of ping data to narrow down, and they show this in the film, to narrow down uh, the the population of potential shooters to like four or five people, and yep. then they were able, and they had that person in custody. They said, um, "They also show the
0: yeah, that was amazing." Yeah. So so in their in in this as a as a test, they were able to get the ping data for the shooter of an eight year old little girl. Mm-hmm. Remember the whole Antifa deal? Oh, we're going to talk more about Antifa. Don't worry, don't worry, but they took that data you, you want to explain that because that that to me was hey we we were able to use that data to capture people sure. and they didn't even think about
3: it right so so what they show you is the geofencing is they're they're able to to create a a, a fence or a barrier around a certain area and so based on the tra- trajectory of the the bullet for that the shot the little girl they were able to say generally the area where that bullet came from so they were able to put a geofence around it had you know it had to be this certain amount of distance had to have uh this angle right so they were able to find the you know the the population of the 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 fenced off area of where that bullet could have come from so they show that and then they show within there you can see you know a certain number of um of cell phones, right? Because we're looking at the dots of the pings of the cell phones. And they were able to further narrow that down and actually right. um, bring bring the person into custody. What they um, also used this for was on January 6th. So they talk about how on January 6th, they went, you know, next day, later that day, next day, couple days later, and arrested people who were there at the Capitol. Um, and he goes in. I think we actually have that cut, Mr. Producer of... Uh, where they're talking about um, January sixth, I don't know if we pulled that one.
0: We did not pull that yet. Okay, so right.
3: they're so they're talking about how uh, Greg Phillips goes into getting all of that geo um, cell phone, all that cell phone data and geolocation data, being able to pull it in, uh, analyze it, and figure out who those people were, and then to be able to put a case together, go to a grand jury, be able to um, get a warrant for their arrest there's just no way that they could have done that uh you know organically they had to be tracking those people prior to and of course now in the aftermath of that we know with the investigations on three percenters and oath keepers and whatever that they were in fact tracking those people in advance um that's what we could talk about january 6th all day and we actually probably should do Another show on that eventually. Um, But one of the ones that I thought was really interesting, and you're going to love this, is how they showed that these are not just random people, that these are activists, in a sense, because the population of – and remember, the the mules that they have when they say there's 2,000 mules or they say there's 242 mules in Atlanta or whatever, these are people they've actually identified – right so these are the the people that they know they, they've identified through the the patterns of life that they show in this film but uh several of these people have also had their cell phone data showed up in other activities such as antifa riots so
0: so this is this is um, one of the things that i want to show you is it the mules were the same people that were out there creating violence robbing stealing burning looting You know, the the peaceful stuff, doing the peaceful stuff.
2: A5. A5. yeah. 2020, of course, was the year of the Antifa riots, the BLM riots, and it was all going on in the months and weeks leading up to the election. Right. And so in the data, you have geo-tracking data of the drop boxes, but you also have data on the rioters. There were several different violent BLM
1: Antifa riots in Atlanta. In one of them, we had three dozen of our mules participate in the violent dozen. riots. There's 36. an organization that tracks the device IDs across all violent protests around the world. We took a look at our 242 mules in Atlanta, and sure enough, dozens and dozens and dozens
0: 67 of our mules of the 242. show
1: up on the Aclid databases. So again, this is not grandma walking her dog. These
2: are, you know, violent criminals. Sometimes there's not just a criminal element, but there is an ideological element, and that there's an overlap between people. I mean, you're not going to go to an Antifa riot and find it overpopulated with patriots or Christians or Republicans. These are people on generally the far left.
3: And he goes on to say that they also see that borne out in the NGO organizations. So those, all those blue, the, the blue circles with the White House, those are all the the what they call the stash houses in the film. And these are NGOs, uh, you know, non non government entities, uh, nonprofits, private organizations. And he goes on in that in that part of the film to say that they see that when they look at all of those, you know, all all of those stash house locations are locations of places and those places are largely leftist political organizations
0: so so i think that um let me me tell you let me tell you why this is important just just so you guys all understand what i'm what i'm about to tell you antifa is the democrat party that is the violent thugs that are on the streets so they're the ones that declared war on you and they're actually stealing your voice The, the significance of all of this is really interesting because they're not just stealing your voice they're killing your family they're killing them they're killing opportunity for your children. They're stripping people in their community, the poorest of the communities. They're causing the most harm to the people in the poorest communities because they hate them. Because if they can step on the body of anyone around them, they will in order to have power and money. The significance of what we're looking at right now in this movie, 2,000 Mules, is that Biden 100% stole the election in 2020. 2020. Now, I believe, actually, I don't believe, I know for a fact that the machines in our country are designed to defraud the American voter. And this, they have consequences. And those consequences have been so dire for families today. Stock markets going down, inflation's at an all-time high. They raise, I mean, let me just tell you the, the significance of this. We're pushing ourselves towards a recession. When you raise interest rates and inflation, you do not curb inflation, That's not what curbs inflation. Supply and demand indicators curb inflation. And when you have supply issue problems and supply chain problems, and you raise the rate artificially, guys, let me just give you a little bit of of math as it relates to economics. This is really simple, okay? Okay. When you raise the cost of things artificially, remember, we had a Keystone Pipeline. They shut that down, which given us would have, would have eased our supply and made it impossible for us to have to rely on foreign supply issues for oil. Gas, oil, and gas. And I don't care what you say, oil and gas is what the world goes round because that is what powers our communities. And when they said that they were going to do the Green New Deal and we were going to find a way to get it done anyway, they did at your expense this is not hyperbole this is not made up these people have declared war on you and they think you're stupid and now they're setting the rules
3: it's not hyperbole it's not made up we're living it we're living it i mean you look at look at the cost of things we wanted to order uh doordash from outback the other night because my husband really wanted to have a steak we went in and looked at the menu we decided not to because a, a, a 16 out rib, ribeye was like 35 bucks now at outback it used to be like 22 right I mean we're seeing prices of things forget about gas right I mean gas is more than doubled it's ridiculous but we know where that came from we came from the gov- that came from the government control of our energy sector if you if your president can sign a piece of paper and shut down your uh, your your uh, independent energy production, you don't have a private energy sector. So
0: that's, that's
3: something we gotta, this is another thing with language, right? I think with language it's, well, these are private companies that they can do what they want. Well, when the private company and the government are indistinguishable, indistinguishable from one another. And when the party that's in Washington dictates what happens inside of private companies, the, you can call it a private company all day long. That's not, that's not the reality.
0: Listen, when I I tell you that we are in a worse position in 2022 than we are in 2020, that is not to scare you into doing anything other than protecting yourself. Buy a gun, buy ammunition, get ready, connect with groups. Buy food. Buy food. Um, Mr. Producer, we have a couple of of, uh, pictures that were put inside of the thing that was the uh, shelves at Walmart last night in Denver. Can we put that up? Well, there you go. There's one put the other one up shelves are bare are you are you going to wait here you go that's crazy that has to feed a whole family in denver three million people in the front range go and take it down this is not we are not talking about something that is <laughs> we're not talking about something that is a maybe mm. we remember what i said before first they come for first they come for the jews nobody says anything then they come for the catholics and nobody says anything then they come for the blacks, or excuse me, the whites. Then they come for the blacks. And then they come for me. But there was no one left to take care of you. There's nothing left to take care of you. I, I want to pl- play this video, if we can, because we, we skipped over But But uh, A4, this is the um, Georgia, uh, Pennsylvania, and Michigan um, margin
2: numbers of mules. Let's move over to Arizona. In How Phoenix. many mules in Arizona? A little over 200. In, A little over 200. In, in Phoenix alone. The reason I think this is all very significant is because these were very close states, right? What was the margin in Georgia? Uh, 10 or 11,000, I think, in the end. In the end. And Arizona also extremely close. Yeah, very close. Um, Then you moved on to Wisconsin, but our initial look was in Milwaukee.
1: Gross numbers were a little down, but the average number of visits to the drop boxes was up. So instead of having only 24 unique visits, I think we averaged 28.
2: I mean, maybe I've heard people in Milwaukee are really hardworking, and maybe they just went overtime. (laughs) And then let's go to Michigan.
1: Uh, we have more than 500 meals that we've identified in Michigan. Again, the number of boxes is lower now than... Now, where in Michigan? Uh, Detroit, mainly. But we have people in Detroit that went to more than 100 drop boxes.
2: 100. I mean, this is stunning because it's like... I cannot think of a rational... kind of innocent reason for someone to do that. It just doesn't exist. So any reasonable person would say, you're onto something big here. You should take a closer look. Let's go to Pennsylvania, critical state. I think it was Pennsylvania that really gave Biden the election. Philadelphia alone, we've
1: identified more than 1,100 mules at rates well beyond anything we'd seen. Closer to 50 drop boxes each each guy going to 50 each, drop boxes each 1100 we saw people driving back and forth to New Jersey across the bridge
3: mm. that the driving back and forth to New Jersey that also came up in the Atlanta there's um, they show the woman with the gloves and she walks up to the box she doesn't look at where the trash can is she looks around to see if anybody's looking at her and she puts the ballots in and then she takes her gloves off and and drops them in um, the and drops them in the trash can what they also said about her, because one of the criticisms is, well, it was a pandemic. These people would be wearing gloves. You know, it was a pandemic. Well, there, there's more to that story. But the woman that they were specifically talking about, what, she lives in South Carolina. And she came to Atlanta as a mule. And then she came back for the Senate runoff in January yeah. and did it again. I mean, this is her job.
0: So the, the reason why this is, this and, and there's, by the way, there's a whistleblower that's inside the movie. Um, they talked about the margin of victory and whether or not, even if they took the benefit of the doubt and lowered the standards or raised the standards, it wasn't just 2,000 mules. I want everybody to understand that as you watch this movie, there's 54,000 that they identified under a smaller subsect. 54,000 mules in just these small areas alone, right. just these five states. Fifty four thousand. Not even the
3: whole states. Right. Just these these uh, urban areas within these five states.
0: So so somebody just put a comment up. Uh, Baron, you said we can't be violent. Mm -hmm. Reconcile that for me as we win the war thinking that way, please. I I will not. And here's what I'm going to tell you about that. In the Revolutionary War, the British said that we were uncivilized people and they were drawn to violence. And it was only 3%, 3 to 5% of the population participated in the Revolutionary War, 3 to 5%. And they said the same things about us, and they were supposed to play by these rules. And in, 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 in Britain, in, in the UK, it was an honor system of standing up in front of them in the firing squad and taking shots. And it was not until we were smart enough to realize that we had to play from the trees, that we had to dismantle the organized crime of the the British government by literally becoming guerrillas. So I'm gonna tell you, if you wanna win the war, we don't play by their rules, we play by our own rules. We don't advocate for violence, we use violence to beget violence. And we start standing together. It's one of the reasons why I started FEC United, faith, education and commerce, and policy and politics. And it's one of the reasons why they attack me with such vitriol. It's one of the reasons why they wanted to kill me. See, they're not out there trying to attack Linwood. They don't care about Linwood. Linwood likes to talk. It's fine. He can just talk, okay? And that's nothing bad against Linwood. I'm not saying anything bad against Linwood, or anyone else for that matter. But they know that I know. They know that I know how they manufactured a machine system to steal the election and i've been in my private time that's what i've been building is all of these models that would prove it because when i finally get to court i'm going to get all of that evidence together and i'm going to show them here it is and you cannot dispute it
3: and that is the thing you know we we hear all the time oh like they said in the in the movie you're you'll be court saw, saw- You'll be called sore losers you're be called conspiracy theorists first of all i don't care you can call me whatever you want to call me but the the reality is we're not just talking right we're yeah. we're we're very we have a bias for action both on this show and in the things that we do personally right. as well and you know they they laughed at at me and my organization, laughed at us and, and uh, dismissed us and you know talked smack about us, made fun of us until they realized the impact that we were having, and then they started attacking. And that's and that's the thing is, we're not going to stop. And and you know to the question of how do we win the war without violence? Well, first of all,
0: we this may is not, a, right? We may not.
3: But I I mean I, that's I'm not going to go there. But well, I would,
0: But we have to talk about the possibility of what happens when you have to create consequence. Sure. And it's super important that we not walk away from that. It, it, nobody has a propensity to violence. That's why we're law-abiding citizens, right? We're not the ones that are drawn to violence. We're not the ones that were on Antifa streets mm-hmm. doing things like burning buildings down and police stations and, yeah. and, uh, and acting with impunity. That's not who we are. That's what they've tried to assign to us, but that's right. not who we are. And so we need to recognize... That right. There are consequences to bad behavior, and they must understand that we are not, we are willing. Sorry, go ahead.
3: No, it's all right. So so first of all, it's asymmetrical, right? The Revolutionary War was asymmetrical, and what we're talking about is asymmetrical, but the pre- the, the predominant fight that we're in right now is an information war, and it's David and Goliath, right? I mean, we have this this small show where we speak truth every day, but the enormity of the media establishment that is focused on suppressing the truth and only putting out the narrative is, um, you know, it, it feels insurmountable. And I'm on record as saying, and I still believe it, that the only reason that our side hasn't been violent yet, that the American people haven't been violent yet is the hand of God. I think it is the hand of God that's holding people back because in my, you know, I was tea party and we peacefully protested as a part of the tea party for years. And, um, and we we never got we, we never got violent but uh we were called violent we were called all sorts of horrible names right never during that time did i ever think that we could get to this point where we have this th- this level of our rights being rolled back of uh of government overreach and um and and rhetoric a disinformation governance board and ministry of truth never did i think we'd ever get this far without a call to arms right? And we haven't had it yet. And to me, the only reason for that is the hand of God. And I trust that, right? So to me, I am 100% committed against violence unless I'm attacked, right? Unless my family is, is attacked and provoked, we will always defend ourselves. That is our God-given right. But we have other tools to fight this war right now. One of the biggest problems that we have, I think the number one problem that we have in this, in this war is American apathy, is Americans saying, oh, it's too big. Or somebody else is going to fix it. Or trust the plan. Trump's going to be back in a couple months.
0: Or, yeah, tr- trust the plan. Yeah. The, the, trust the plan. Tr- Trump's, they're, they're doing tribunals and they're doing yeah. all this stuff. They're not doing any of that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Nobody's coming to save us. Nobody's coming to save us. And And frankly, I am, I am looking for a few good men. I personally want to stand shoulder to shoulder with a few good men, thousands of them in every state. I want to stand shoulder to shoulder with 10,000, 20,000, 50,000, 100,000, a million men. And and, and ladies, I'm not taking it away from you. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have gotten to this place. But I want want a few good men. I want men to be able to stand up and say, listen, I'm calling into work today. And standing strong in in the gap, and the ga- and it and it's not to get violent; it's to curb violence. They should not be able to come into our churches and harass and 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 l- literally torment families on Mother's Day. They should never be allowed to do that. They should never be allowed to bomb things with impunity. That is violence against us. So I am looking for a few good men. I'm looking that, for a lot of those men.
3: And that has it. Just it destroys the. The fabric of America, right? When you have an equal just, an unequal justice system, when you have people who can go out and, you know, uh, blow things up or set things on fire or attack police officers or take over courthouses, right? You have all these things that happen, and it's oh well, it was mostly peaceful, and there's nothing to see here, right? And then you have uh, peaceful protesters like the the Back the Blue rally where Lee Keltner lost his life. And it's, oh, well, you know, the the right side was um, was, you know, has a propensity for violence. So I guess it's okay that Matthew Doloff shot Lee Keltner in the face. No, but it's an unequal justice system. That's the thing that scares me the most is that they have they it appears that the establishment is deliberately trying to destroy trust in the system and deliberately trying to, um to push, to, to push, right? It's like you're being poked in the eye. You're being poked in the eye. Eventually, you're gonna punch.
0: And I'm I'm gonna tell you that it's important to understand that this this shows about two thousand mules. But I'm telling you right now that we've given them a choice. We've shown them it to. They need to, to reconcile it. The left and the right need to reconcile it. If they stand for American values, we cannot have an election stolen. They stole an election. There has to be a consequence. The Supreme Court can't stand by and watch this evidence and not say that we need to look at overturning the election in 2020. We must do it. And we must get rid of the machines. And we must make sure that these 2,000 people go to prison. These 2,000 people go to prison for the rest of their life.
3: And not just the 2,000. For The The rest, 54,000.
0: For the rest of their lives. For the rest of their lives, they go to prison. Life in prison. Life in prison.
3: Be one of the early ones to flip and make a deal.
0: 54,000 people need to go to prison for the rest of their lives. For treason. It was not a victimless crime. No. They murdered Americans. They murdered them. How many Americans lost their lives because of this? If you're, if you're guilty of, of muling votes, stealing the voice of the American people, you must go to prison for the rest of your life. And by the way, on the violent side, this is violence. This is violence that they've rewrapped against us. So I will say it again. Looking for a few good men. I wanna, I wanna go through a couple cuts.
3: Oh, okay. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say that we were close to out of time, but I wanted to play one more cut. <laughs> the, the panel cut? Seven, yeah, A7. Yeah.
0: Let's play A7. Uh, aware of what we do, how we do it. I think you guys need to publish the list of all of the stash houses, the 501 Cs, <laughs> and publish the names of all of the donors to those people and let the whole world see who was, because they are the middlemen. They are there, and you may have legal issues or some other liability issues, but I sure as heck would like to know who's running 5013Cs doing that kind of bullshit.
3: Thank you. Why don't we throw this question to Greg, who can talk a little bit about these organizations.
1: Yeah, you know, you sort of read our mind. I mean, there, there's no question that that um, you know that we've uh, been making plans. Um, the reality of all of this is, of course, as you mentioned, you know, there's lawyers and everybody else breathing down our neck. Fox Fox's lawyers are, are you know keeping it off Fox and and uh, there, there's just say a, say that again. The, Fox's lawyers are keeping it off of Fox Fox News. Period. And so. So what we've decided to do um, at the end of this movie, uh, if you get opportunity Boy, to cut. watch it again, you can download it. You can sale them now. Can you pause it for a second? Um, and on Rumble. And,
3: and so one thing on that Fox, you know, Fox, is guys, all media is owned by six companies and they are beholden to their advertisers. And the largest uh, shareholder of these companies, BlackRock. So Which, say, by the way,
0: is a $55 trillion company, not a $3 trillion company. They own stock in nearly every major corporation out there, and one of the largest shareholders, in nearly the top, the top five hundred companies. Their largest shareholder in all of those companies.
3: Right. So when you think, well, why won't why won't Fox News talk about two thousand mules? They're not allowed to, and that should make you wonder what else are they not telling you, and what else are they spinning to appease their advertisers? They're lying to you. All of the mainstream media is, in effect, state-run media at this point because the globalists are the state. I mean, there's no daylight between the World Economic Forum, the U.N., or the American government under Biden.
0: So I think that AON, by the way, AON is talking about it. OAN, guys, put all of your effort towards OAN. All of it. Take everything and go to OAN. Go to OAN. Go there. The cable networks are taking them down because they won't play ball. The family that owns OAN its one of the most God-fearing, centered, most generous family you will ever find. They are true Americans and true conservatives. That is where you put your effort is in OAN. Every bit of it. Every single bit of it.
3: So turn off Fox, even Tucker. Remember, Tucker's team, as we saw from Dinesh's tweet earlier, Tucker's team told Catherine Engelbrock not to mention the movie. Mr. Producer, you can finish uh, the clip now because I want to talk just for a second about what they say at the end here
1: at the end of the movie it'll cut to the truth the Vote um, logo then it will go to a QR code so just a little hat tip to our 80,000 friends here under that QR code is a short video that Catherine and I did to explain exactly what we're about to do we call it the rip cord we're going to publish every single finding that we have, yes. every single minute of video, um, every single conclusion, everything we have. We're going to publish, uh, and as you said, um, pull the rip cord. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's
3: fight. Go ahead. Get your teams together in the states. If you have, uh, you know, one of the things that I've that I've really noticed, and I'm going to. Um, be working on something pretty special, is that there are a lot of, like you, uh, entrepreneurs of technology companies who are yeah. done, who are just done playing ball with a corrupt system that is destroying our country. And uh, so start, uh, you know, if, you, if you've if watched this, you're, um, you know, especially for the election integrity teams that I know we have data and analytics teams in, in every single state that are looking at this kind of stuff. They're going to pull a ripcord. Uh, let's l- let's make the most out of it, guys. Let's get uh, let's get our teams together. Let's do the the, the detailed data and analytics work that the uh, Justice Department and the FBI and the other captured uh, entities won't do because it's up to us. As, as Joe said earlier, nobody is coming to save us. This is up to us. We've we've known that for, for a while now, um, but I think more and more people are waking up to it and thinking, what are we going to do? That was the biggest heard that I, thing that I uh, heard um, from people around uh, all the different platforms, from people that I talked to, people even in the theater. What can we do about it? What can we do about it? This is this is obvious that it's evidence of a crime, and it's just so. more evidence of a crime. Edison zero, right, where on, on, on election night, the New York Times Edison reporting feed went down to zero in every single state and then was brought back up with different totals. That's never happened before. That's evidence of election fraud. The canvassing reports are evidence of election fraud. The Mesa County reports are evidence of election fraud. The Maricopa audit report, the Antrim County audit report, all of these... Things are evidence of election fraud. There is no way you can say that this is the safest and most secure election in history. And oh, by the way, what they have firm from ballot mules that they have identified, they've identified those people and exactly what they did. And that is enough to switch the Electoral College to switch the presidential election. What does that mean? Down ballot. I disagree with those guys saying, why didn't they steal those down ballot races? There was a lot of down ballot manipulation that we know of. Um and we're gonna get to the bottom of all of it, and so that is my my plea to everybody watching all over the country is get your teams together, get your teams together in preparation for this ripcord pull because well, we are going we are going to
0: we're 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 gonna yeah. we're gonna take it we're gonna take it to the streets right we're gonna mm-hmm. take it to them, yeah. and I want to tell you join FEC United join FEC United go to FECUnited.com and join, join. Hey Tony, I want to say thank you to you. Shout out to you the second time. He says I nominate Joe for elections are and gave us $25. I, I want you to know I, I'm very grateful for you, Tony. Thank you very much. And his his actual handle is XX Tone Tony DXX. <laughs> I know Tony. Wait, is this Tony? I think that is Tony. I know Tony. Tony, if you're the one that, that lives where I think you live and we've had dinner together, please tell me in the thing. I think I know Tony. <laughs> I thought I'd say say that. I saw a Tony D. Wait a minute. I know that.
3: We seem to have gotten off track. We are a little off track. (laughs) I want
0: to put up a couple other things as we wrap up this episode. If we go to B1, put up B1, please. It's the obvious. It's not just the mainstream media. Here's something from Pamela Hensley. Why is the Republican Party so quiet about 2,000 mules? That was on uh, Saturday. Because they're in on it they're definitely in on it and if you'll put up this if you uh, put up uh, a excuse me b2 this is politifact saying the 2020 president's election was secure and evidence from state and federal officials in court showed no indication of widespread fraud when authorities uh, identified isolated cases of voter fraud these instances were such a small number it would have not changed the election outcome a documentary by uh, Dinesh D'Souza a far-right commentator far-right commentator uh, further, the myth that some sinister occurred by mail ballots during the 2020 election. D'Souza told Fox News that Mules delivered 400,000 illegal votes. Experts say the evidence D'Souza points to is inherently flawed. Show us where it's flawed. Please show us where it's flawed. They also say many states have laws allowing people to return mailed, completed mail ballots on behalf of others, such as family members. Ballot box are more secure than state or mailboxes. And then we can go on to uh, B3 if we can. This is uh, paying mules to deliver ballots is illegal in every state in Georgia. And you can give your ballot to family members or caregivers to drop off. The mules are not family members or caregivers. fact is lying to cover up coordinated fraud by its own side in the 2020 election. They are left-wing. These people have declared war on us. They've declared war on us. And I'm gonna tell you something, we're, we're done with it. We're completely done with it. Here's another thing on Rumble when they went to launch 20, 2,000 mules. If you'll put up B4, Uh, major update when rumble within the last 24 hours rumble has been under an unprecedented attack our engineers are working around the clock to mitigate these attacks and prepare for a smooth rollout of our first movie launch 2000 mules tomorrow as the situation evolves we will update here dinesh answers with the left nose of 2000 mules is the smoking gun it destroys the myth of the most secure election in history it shows coordinated fraud by the democrats and antifa it confirms the widespread suspicion that Trump won. No wonder the bad guys are desperate, desperate to stop this film. And if we take up the next one, Mr. Producer, B5, this is the Washington Times pro 2000 Mules opinion. One of the few that's out there by a, uh, 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 a news source that frankly has always kind of stood on the, on the edge of just telling the truth. I recently watched the Dinesh Desus of 2000 Mules. At the very least, the movie makes a compelling case using what appears to be incontroversible evidence that not only there's massive ballot stuffing fraud in key swing states but the fraud literally stole the election from former president donald trump and gave it to biden 2000 mules basis conclusion primary on cell phone tracking data provided by carriers and surveillance video at dropbox locations by the way over four million minutes across the country that's not in there by the way i read i didn't read that i just added that um Provided by multiple state governments, the only way to dismiss the film's conclusion that Mr. Biden's victory derived from massive ballot stuffing is to show that the data used to track the cell phones was corrupt, the analysis of the data was flawed, or that the videos received from the respective governments were doctored. No one has established such improprieties, yet the mainstream media's knee-jerk reaction is to reject the film and the conclusions and offer absurd suggestions to explain the data and video evidence is false. Take it down, Mr. Producer.
3: Which isn't surprising, right? Um, so you know one of your favorite reporters Heidi Beetle of the Colorado Times she was writing for Colorado Times Recorder on this one was saying how uh, I think the two big the two biggest um, criticisms of the film one you don't see a mule go to multiple dra- drop boxes you only see each mule that they show at one Dropbox, you don't see them going to multiple Dropboxes. Actually, I think that's a fair criticism of the film. Uh, Dinesh D'Souza and Catherine Engelbrock have said that this is because not all of the Dropboxes were under surveillance, that they haven't had a, t- a chance to go through all the minutes. Um, I think I think that is a fair criticism of the film, but hopefully when we get the 4 million minutes of evidence out and all of the cell phone data, we will be able to, uh, to put those pictures together. Um, I think the other... The other criticism that I saw here was that uh, it's kind of in defense of CTCL. Right. So the, the the criticism is that they don't they talk about all these leftist NGOs, but they don't mention who they are. Originally, when I saw the film last Wednesday, I thought this was because of, um, you know, criminal investigation, that, yeah. they, that, that that's what was going on. But now they've said that they are going to release all this information. So I don't know. But uh, well, they're we'll, going to release we'll it if
0: they don't get the information that they want from from people on our side that say, hey, listen, this is what's really happening. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. That that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. But I, well,
3: before we before we close, I just want to say one more thing. We are planning. Um, we're going to do a screening, right, of the of the movie, and multiple. we're going to put multiple screenings. We're going to put panels together of of experts to talk through what we see in this and talk about how this connects also to the other evidence of election fraud that we have because this is stunning. It is um, overwhelming, and it's enough to change the outcome. But it is one piece of the architect architecture of fraud the drop boxes and the the mail-in ballots are one piece there is machine manipulation there is voter roll manipulation there are a lot there the 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 way that they steal elections in america is multifaceted and incredibly complex and we're going to be going through all of it
0: well i gotta tell you i'm i'm uh we we are we are now it's kind of like that point where now they're doubling down and saying and and i want to say this last thing there's an article on yahoo says that fact, focus gaping holes in the claim of 2000 ballot mules and what they said. And by the way, I'm a tech guy. These people are liars. I can tell you if you have a 20 story building, what story you're on on a 20 story building. And I can serve you just an ad by yourself on that using geofencing. I can tell you within three feet, five feet, six feet of where you are standing 100%, 100%, not, not that the, 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 the uh, tower is, is 2,000 feet from there and it's jumped from tower to tower. I can tell you geolocation based on lat long on your phone. And if, and if you don't believe me, I can show it to you. Matter of fact, we can show it to you that we have a program inside of a company that I used to run that literally used to give the long lat of the cell phone at the point at which you accessed a web page. What they're saying is a lie. What they said on this, if you'll if you'll just quickly go to B seven film debut. Debuting in, uh, debuting in over 270 theaters across the United States this week, used a flawed analysis of cell phone location data and ballot... They drop- never
3: say how it's flawed. It's, it's just a flawed, flawed analysis. They don't say why it's flawed, just just flawed.
0: cost down on the results of the 2020 president election nearly 18 months after it ended, praising by former John Donald Trump as exposing a great election fraud. The movie called 2,000 Mules paints an ominous picture suggesting Democrat-aligned ballot mules were supposedly paid to illegally collect and drop off ballots in Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. That's not what they said. That's the, That's what they said in this... That. This is concentrated on but they have information across the entire country in a ton of states not just these but that's based on faulty assumptions anonymous accounts and improper analysis of cell phone location data which is not precise enough to confirm as somebody deposited a ballot into a drop box according to experts show me the experts
3: experts i want to
0: see the experts
3: and improper analysis why is it improper well crap because it catches us
0: All right, guys. That's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a quick prayer because I'm out of time. I'm seriously out of time. I have another interview that I have to do here in about five minutes. That does not mean that I don't want, that that it's gonna be any less. We're than not done with prayer. this
3: topic, right? I mean, we're gonna be covering this in in much more detail. So yep. more to come.
0: Father God, I'm overwhelmed. We are overwhelmed. Yeah, we do know that. You have literally led us down this path to where we are right now for such a time as this. Father, we are grateful for the opportunity to be on your side and to do your work, to follow your path. Father, we're grateful for the opportunities you've given this country and all of us, we are grateful for the sacrifice that has come before us and the blood that is has spilled, however, however regretful, We're we're grateful for that sacrifice that has allowed our country to thrive for the last 250 years. Father, please go with us this day that we may be ambassadors of truth, that we may actually stand up, that we may recognize where we are, that we may take your word, act in faith, not just have faith, but act in that faith and stand together and make personal sacrifices to collectively together so that we can Stop. Stop altogether everything that the radical left and the evil of our country is pushing upon every single one of us father please help us that we may learn to stand together in humility to abandon our pride may lead when need to lead and also follow when need to follow to submit in this in this environment so that we may do your work father we would never drive to violence we 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 abhor violence Father give us the strength to fight against evil as it pushes violence amongst up, upon us help us that we may have faith and may act in that faith but have courage and act in that courage and courage is not not having fear it's acting despite that fear and we know that as men ran onto the beaches of Normandy and many died they ran towards the idea the American ideal that we were exceptional and that we followed your word. They ran onto that beach to save America and to put forward the ability to save democracy and save freedom in other nations, unselfishly serving others. Father, help us that we may recognize that sacrifice and see ourselves on that beach of Normandy and that we may see ourselves to conclude or to do the work that you need us to do in order to save this nation and to save other countries around the world, that we may be an example of your glory, Father. Father, go with us that we may, we may do you proud. Be with us this day and help us to emulate the teachings of Jesus and to understand every part of our obligation to our children, our grandchildren, and future generations. Father, I say and ask all of these things with a great deal of thanks, with a great deal of gratefulness for the things that you provided in my life and others' lives. Please, please be with us, Father, and give us the strength, the physical and spiritual strength, to do your will. I say these things, me in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. 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 <sighs> So that's, uh, that is, uh, yeah, I want to say thank you. We just got $20, I think, from, uh, Mary Lawrence. Thank you. We are at war, people. We're at war.
3: Smash we that rumble button.
0: War. Smash the rumble button on the way out, if you will. Share
3: the episode.
0: If you want to find us live, we go live on conservative-daily.com, rumble, live, Cloud Hub, and Frank's Beach. By the way, go over to, um, my pillow and buy some pillows and use cd21 as your code always support mike lindell as he stands up and supports us we are also now on brighton if you want to watch the the replay um share it share this episode by the way, you have to wait about 40 minutes for it to go through it if you want to pick it off and on uh rumble but share it share the episode if you want to hear us on the audio version you can go to apple podcast google podcast spotify pandora iheartradio tune in podbean and audible Go give us a five-star review. Give us a five-star review to offset the, the reviews that we get from the radical left and do your part. If you want to find us on, uh, make sure we put, by the way, uh, Ash up there as well if we can. Make sure that that's a normalized if you would. But go to t.me conservative daily, t.me Joe and t.me slash Ash in America. That's A-S-H-E in America. Add that E, please. Um, If you want to go to True Social, you can add Joe Oldman, at Conservative Daily, and at Ash in America. And again, that's A-S-H-E-I-N-A-M-E-R-I-C-A. Text Freedom to to 89517 if you need a reminder when we go live. And you can also sign up inside of the description for our newsletter and support our blast. Okay, here, guys, I'm going to say it again. We're going to continue to do all the good work. Go be a member of Conservative Daily. Make this member driven. You can do it for as little as $10 a month right? And be a part of the cause, but then you have to get in the cause. So this is one way that we do that. But the other part is, is that we did start organizations and those organizations are growing like wildfire, but it only happens if you become a member and you step in the gap and then you become an ambassador to that same thing across the country that we're doing today here. The sacrifice is not just one dimensional. So go to fecunited.com and sign up. And if you want to, you want to help me with the legal fight, you can. And no, I'm not just running around buying things and doing things. Mr. Producer, I think I've sold everything, have I not?
2: I have witnessed (laughs) you sell a great many things that I know you
0: did not want to sell. You know, I've, I've done, I've done well in my life, so I had toys. Now I don't have any, and I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it because that's what this fight takes us to. It takes us to the place where we have to make great sacrifice in order to save this nation. So you can go to give, send, go.com slash defend joe Oldman and you can actually help me. But it's not just for me. This fight isn't about me. It's about truth. And as people attack me on both sides, and people attack this organization, and they attack Ash and they attack US EIP and they attack the producer, and they attack all the things that we're doing. Just understand that the only reason they attack us is cuz we are over the target.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I want to tell you guys, God bless you. God is at the wheel. Have faith and act in faith. Galatians 4.16 says, am I the enemy because I tell you the truth? And that is really what it comes down to. And the, frankly, the thing that they want to do is they want to say, oh, that's not, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, you have to show me. You have to prove to me. The only one that hasn't had to prove that it's been safe in fair election has been those people that have been telling us there's nothing to see here. As we continue to provide proof, yep. fight. We are at war. That's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Joe
3: Oldman. And I mash up.
0: We love you guys. Real
2: quick, before we sign off, thank you very much, Elvis Forever. Uh, Thank you, Kate Jennings 104. Uh, Mary Lawrence, you all just uh, donated to us on Rumble Rant. So God bless you all. Thank you very much.
3: Thank you all.
0: God bless you.